Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'll be going through a full preview of Japan Rugby League 1, Division 1, Division 2 and Division 3. Can't wait. Ikimashou! Welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Like I said, I'm Doug the Tsuyaku and the season is finally upon us. Uh been a very long preseason for us started in july i think at the boars so um yeah eight preseason games done and doosted and we are into the real thing been a little bit chilly in japan recently today's not too bad the sun is shining uh went to go get a cheeky haircut before the start of the season get some good omens um had to wait in line a bit so went to a mr donut for a couple of donuts they also had um like a mince and cheese pie thing. So I got one of those. Not because I wanted one, but because I'm sure you guys wanted a review of it. So I thought I'd better take one for the team. Got one of those as well with three donuts and a coffee. The lady confidently asked if this was for takeaway. And I said, Koko de Eat in, please. Um, which is a bit embarrassing. They always assume one guy can't eat all this. And um, I always do. But anyway, the pie was okay. Bit cheesy. Not much of a... Uh, not much meat in there, but yeah, it does a trick for like 200 and something yen. So if you're around a Mr. Donut and you want a uh, meat pie kind of thing, they heat it up for you as well. So it went down pretty nice. Um, you got a nice haircut for 2,000 yen. And um, yeah, this translator's all uh, prepped and ready for the start of the season. So cannot wait. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, going straight into it with Around the Grounds. This week, Around the Grounds, brought to you by, what are these called? Chibi Sours, some gummy beer thingies, gummies that I bought that I'll be eating while I edit this. So um, shout out to whoever makes those. Um, but quickly, before I go into the preview, I just also want to shout out the uh, Sakura Sevens, um, who in the recent tournament um, had a bit of a slow start with a few big losses, but uh, ended up finishing ninth um, in Dubai. By beating South Africa twelve to five, so um, well done to the Sakura Sevens. Uh, but moving straight along to Division One, got uh, four games in Division One on Saturday, the 9th of December. Uh, firstly, Kobe Kabelko Steelers against the Honda Heat. Uh, Honda, it's their first year back in Division One. Um, the first two seasons of League One, they were down in uh, Division Two. Before that, they were in top league for a bit, but once um. The top league changed to League One and went from 16 teams to 12 teams. They were one of the teams that dropped down. Uh, they lost to NEC the previous season or two seasons ago now in the promotion relegation, which I think was a bit unlucky. It looked like a lot of their kind of uh, foreign international players uh, must have had a bit of the COVID then because um, none of them were playing in that first game. Uh, and it was a tight game. The second game they played the home and away. So a bit unlucky that they weren't able to get up that year. But um, they played NEC again at the end of last season and were able to get uh, the result to come up to Div 1. So uh, congrats to Honda. Uh, they got a new head coach, Kirina Crowley, um, the Kiwi. Also, I think uh was Italian head coach uh, from memory. Um, but they have, as like uh, Tom Banks, Franco uh, Mostert, uh, Mitch Hunt as well. Uh, they also have Pablo uh, Matera, um, where he did get injured in the World Cup, haven't seen him in any preseason games, so not too sure if he's going to be right for the season. Um, 
seen a lot of other things about their foreigners and um, guys like Tom Banks getting interviewed and stuff, but um, no, I haven't seen too much info on Pablo. So uh, yeah, his injury might be maybe a bit bigger than we first thought, not too sure. They also have uh, Fujita, the winger, who's played sevens for Japan as well. And I think he's actually uh, represented the 15s as well, one of the youngest players to, I think, represent Japan in 15s uh, from memory. Um, so yeah, they were going up against Kobe Steelers, who had a disappointing season uh, from their standards last year, finishing ninth. Um, this year they've got Dave Rennie in. They've got Brody Retallick back, who is also um, part of their uh, leadership group as being a co-captain. they got Adi Sevier, um, you know, player of the world recently uh, coming in, who I'm sure will be a menace in um, Japan. They've already got guys like Nani, uh, Laomape, they've got Yamanaka, the fullback, uh, Bringatlin's joined. Uh, they got Lee Sunshin, um, the 10 for uh, Japan as well. So a lot of players uh, there who have represented Japan in Kobe. Um, ninth, I think they were definitely disappointed at. So they'll be looking to start off strong against the newly promoted um, Honda. They're playing at a place, uh, Misaki Park, I think it's also called Nuevia Stadium. I'm not sure what language it is, but um, yeah, I think it's where they're one of their soccer teams play. So um, if you're around the area and you want to watch some World Cup stars in action, um, I'm sure they'll be playing in that game. No teams have been announced yet. Uh, they normally get announced uh, 48 hours exactly before the game. So um, for these games, we'll know um, on Thursday at midday. We also have uh, the Mitsubishi Heavy Industries Sagamihara Dynabores playing the Kintetsu Liners uh, at Gion Stadium in Sagamihara. This one's at 1pm on the 9th. We get a lot of support for the Mighty Boars at Gion. Um, for this opener, they're, uh, we've got a challenge to try and get 10k to the stadium, which I think will be one of our biggest crowds ever we got. I think about seven last year for our uh, derby match against Cannon, but um, yeah, we're getting, looks like we've sold um, more than 9,000 tickets so far, so it's looking like it could be close, but if you're around and you uh, want to watch some good footy, um, make sure you come down. Uh, at the Dynabore, has got a few new recruits. Uh, we've got Yoshida Kyo, who came from Toyota. We've also got uh, guys like Tonishio Waifu, who most recently was playing at Dokomo, uh, who is a Japanese um, player category A. We've got Jack Stratton come from Toshibo, who's category B, plays 9 and 10. And also uh, Marino Makaede Tu'u, um, the number 8 from Highlanders then most recently. Um, we also got James Grayson from England come over uh, a few weeks ago. So um, yeah, those are the notable uh, new signings that we've got. We uh, led by Captain Quarter, the um, 9 who played a big role last year. And we've got a lot of good guys in our team who will uh, hopefully get the job done this Saturday. So can't wait against um, the Kintetsu Liners, who have a new head coach, Mukai-san, um, who Mukai Shogo-san was a, a rugby star when he was playing, played at Toshiba, uh, played for Japan, used to do the uh, Asahi Super Dry commercials back in the day, uh, what Himeno is kind of doing at the moment. Um, then he coached Toshiba for a bit, coached Japan at a World Cup, uh, I think in 2003 from memory that World Cup and then went to Coke uh, to coach there started working at Coke and the company came back coach Coke where I was with him uh, for a couple years and then uh, when Coke the team disbanded he went to uh, League One to work and now he's back in the coaching role uh, for his first uh, 
yeah, coaching gig in maybe two years. So with uh, Kintis Liners, um, he's talked about how last year uh, they had, I think, about 131 tries scored against them. Um, so first job is to make sure that they concede less than said even 30 points would be a good start. Um, so uh, they know that their strengths are in their scrummaging, um, but they want to work on their tackling and their discipline. And um, they know once if they get their best 15 out on the field, they're competitive, but they don't want to just be a team that has to have those best 15 players on the field to compete and have that real uh, next man up, I guess, uh, mentality where no matter who's playing, they can get the job done. So just start working on those systems so that uh, they can be competitive uh, this season. So can't wait to see uh, this game. We've got guys like Wanga, uh, the lock, Fijian born lock, I think, um, but played for Japan, uh, as well as Simisi Masadewa, who was in the World Cup uh, squad for Japan, but got injured um, and swapped out for Yamanaka. I uh, haven't seen him in preseason games, but I know he is in Japan, so um, could see him come back for this game. They've also got uh, Will Guinea and Quade Cooper, uh, the former Aussie international 9 and 10s. Um, look like, like I said last week, Quade Cooper uh, got a bit of a fracture in uh, maybe his jaw or around his eye, um, cheekbone. So not sure how serious that is, but uh, like I said, this um, team announcement will be out at one o'clock on Thursday. So uh, we'll have to wait till then to see what kind of team um, plays. They've also got wingers Kataoka and Kimura who were playing a lot in the preseason. Kataoka had a big um, season a few years ago, but last season wasn't able to play too much from injury. So he, he'll be uh, looking to have a big season and new recruits like uh, Blackwell, the lock from um, NZ, who um, will be hoping to lead their four pack around. So uh, yeah, exciting, exciting times. Um, just great to be able to talk about rugby like this. Uh, and actual competition games. Um, not just preseason games where it's all speculation. So yeah, can't wait. Um, next we have Toshiba Brave Loopers against the uh Shizuoka Blue Revs, formerly Yamaha. The Toshiba uh last year were uh fifth, so just finished outside of the uh semis which um, I'm sure they would have um, been quite disappointed in. So they've got a couple of uh, obviously big recruits and a Richie Monga, Shannon Frizzell, um, who played in their last preseason game and they had a good win against um, Kubota, the reigning champ. So they'll be looking to add those guys who have a bit of a X factor and hopefully get to their top four where they can um, yeah, aim to you know win. Um, their coach uh, Blackhead was talking in a press conference about that. You know, just all they want to do, they want to get those results, they want to win. So, um, yeah, this game it's going to be at Ajinomoto Stadium in um, Tokyo, but um, looking like a big game. Um, they've got guys like Warner Dearns, uh the young lock who's played obviously for Japan as well. They've also got an older lock, uh, Anise Samuera, who's got twelve caps for Japan as well. Um, so added a bit of experience there. The Blue Revs uh, finished eighth. They're a team, um, yeah, a real, I guess, a tough team, team of battlers who uh, last season, at the start of the season, they weren't able to get too many wins, but they pretty much from every game got, you know, bonus points against, didn't matter who they were playing, they are always in those games. They just weren't able to get that win. Um, but towards the end of the season, started playing um, really well, led by uh, Quagga Smith, who was just uh, immense in the whole league last year. And um, they also got a big win at the end of the season against uh, Panasonic, the reigning champs at the time. So, um, yeah, they're a really tough, tough team, um, good team to watch. Uh, and they've got 
Taos Pietel uh, in this season, the uh, fullback to join guys like the Fidiami uh, Tahitua, who was uh, central to the attack at uh, centre. So um, it should be a great first up game um, against these two teams who uh, historically have been you know, some of the teams at the top of the table. So they'll be both looking to um, get back up there to the top. So like I said, that game is at Ajinomoto Stadium uh, at 2.30. We've also got the next game on at 2.30 at Mizuho Stadium. Toyota Verblitz against Rico Black Rams. This one last year was uh, between the 6th and 7th teams. Toyota being 6th, Rico 7th. Um, supposedly at Mizuho, I've heard that it's uh, sold out this week. So um, I think that's probably got a bit to do with the new recruits that Toyota have in Barrett and Smith. Um who look, I guess, like they're going to be the uh, 9 and 10 combo uh, going into the season. Haven't seen them in preseason games yet, but they did join um, the team pretty late. I'm sure they'll be uh, good enough to, you know, slot straight in um, if need to be. Uh, so be interesting to see if they play this week. I think they will. And they've also got uh, Dutoy, the MVP from the uh, final, the World Cup final, uh, who's been there for a little while now, but obviously... Uh, Great player. Um, guys like Himeno as well. Um, the Japan captain who, uh, you know, really leads, uh, through his actions, through his carries, through his jackling as well. So, um, yeah, they've got a great team. Um, they would have been disappointed in what, uh, happened, I guess, last year, um, in terms of their season, but, um, they're another team who has recruited really well, uh, invested a lot. And I'm sure they're looking to get straight into that, um, winner's circle and, uh, win this year along with all those other teams. So, um, going to be really tight I think uh, a lot of teams investing a lot of teams companies are you know expecting championships so yeah it's a very exciting season that we're about to get into um, the head coach Ben Herring uh, talked about um, in the preseason work on their uh, fitness their skills and also the connections within the team so um, we'll be looking to show that it's uh, starting with this game at Mizuho against the Black Rams uh, at 2.30 on the 9th uh, Rico uh, they had one uh, breakout player in the World Cup this year, Amato Fakatava, who uh, was playing lock for Japan. He normally plays back row for uh, Rico, but he's the one who scored that great uh, chip chase try on the touchline uh, at the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure where Rico planned to use him, but um, obviously he had a great uh, World Cup. And I'm sure a lot of the uh, fans going also want to see the likes of him as well um, in terms of their uh, foreign players that they've got they've had Isaac Lucas for a little while at 10 who is a feel very suited to um Japanese rugby the attacking style of rugby that a lot of teams over here like to play so um yeah he's always a handful at 10 got uh Hedley Parks who was at Panna a couple of seasons ago but from last season went to uh, Rico um and a lot of uh, experience there they also got Samisi Tupo from Panna this year the uh, winger slash center brother of William Tupo who is representing Japan um and they have Tyler Main, the uh, Japanese player who uh, has represented Japan in the past. I don't think he was at that World Cup uh, most recently, but has had international experience. Um, and then, again, guys like Matt McGann, who has had a pretty long career in Japan now. Um, and played a bit at Yamaha as well, but um, good kicker of the ball. And I'm good at controlling whenever he's at 10 or 15. So, yeah, uh, what's looking like a sold-out game at Mizuho. Cannot wait to see um, these two teams play it's a bit of a shame that this game's on at the exact same time as the Toshiba against Shizuoka game but uh, that's uh, I guess just how it's uh, done over here with all the stadiums and stuff so can't necessarily be helped but um, would have been great if 
uh, or the games were staggered in a way that you could watch them all without missing anything. Um, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. At least we've got all these uh, international players and coaches um, coming to Japan with the uh, local talent that you've got to make it a even bigger spectacle than um, it's uh, ever been. So, yeah, just quickly uh, going through the last games in Division 1. We've got on Sunday from 2.30, uh, the reigning champs, Kubota Spears, against uh, the Santori Sangoliath. Uh, this is the semi-final from last year. Uh, Sangoliath ended up finishing fourth after losing to Kinnan in the third-place playoff. Um, but the Spears, they've got Dane Coles, um, who came in late after he originally... Um, retired but uh, with Malcolm Marks being out for the season uh, he's joined late as a replacement and they've also got Liam Williams uh, the Welsh fullback who is looking like he's gonna uh, come I guess uh, debut this week um don't think we've seen him in any games yet but uh yeah if he's fit I'm sure they'll be um expecting to play him uh and then up against him you've got Sam Kane who uh because I guess his suspension was at the World Cup the World Rugby allowed uh his suspension to be played out with preseason games, which has never happened in Japanese rugby. Um so a big, big call for, you know, this one player to have that um be the rule. But anyway, uh means that he's available for uh, this game against uh, the reigning champs. So we've also got uh Chislin Colby who played um against the D Rocks in their preseason game. Uh played at fullback. Um you got guys like Matsushima Kotaro, who has played fullback and wing for Japan, uh, also played in France, and a lot of you know big names in both these teams now. Um, so yeah, very exciting to see the replay of the uh, semi-final from last year so quick. And this game is going to be at Chichibunomiya from 2.30 on Sunday, so if you're around, make sure you get amongst it. But uh, one player we probably won't see is the uh, Welsh player uh, Anskim, uh, Gareth Anskim, who um, looks like he had a, a groin injury um, at the World Cup and is uh, reportedly gone back to um, get surgery on the injury. So he won't be available for Santoli uh, for at least the start of the season, which is um, you know very disappointing for them after uh, getting their tenon. Um, they've also lost uh, Tamura Yu, the Japan international, um, his brother Tamura Hikaru uh, to the D-Rocks. So uh, they don't have him who uh, to cover at 10, so will be... Interesting to see who they use at 10 this week. If, uh, again, because it's a Sunday game, that naming won't be out until 2.30 on Friday. So we have to wait till then. Uh, and then the last game from Division 1 is the other semi-final from last year. We got the Panasonic Wild Knights against the Cannon Eagles at Kumagaya Stadium. Uh, it's a 3.05 kickoff, so very specific time uh, there. Second and third from last year. Um, Robbie Deans, the head coach of the Wild Knights after the final, um, said... We will be back. Um, so they're looking to bounce right back after, you know, bowing out in that uh, final and finishing second. Um, the team, you know, full of international uh, Japanese players. they got guys like Horie Sakate, both hookers, uh, Mats- Matsuda Rikia, uh, Dylan Riley, Jack Cornelson, uh, Ben Ganta, Inaga Keita, uh, Miller, Asaidi, you know, uh, just so many uh, of the players that they've got have international experience uh, for Japan then they have the other guys in their team who've played for other countries like uh, the South Africans uh, Dialande and uh, De Gea uh, and then Kuroembeti as well so um, very star-studded team obviously looking I'm sure to get back straight into uh, that winner's 
seat um, after the end of the season. Um, they didn't recruit too much. They just got a couple of our young players uh, to come through uh, their system, but they'll be looking to get off to a good start to the season um, against Kenan Eagles, who um, had a great season last year, finished third, uh, led by Tamada Yu, uh, the former Japan International 10, and guys like Faf De Klerk and uh, Jesse Creel. Um, they talked to the media recently about how their goal uh, from Saoki, their head coach, uh, was to be better than third. They want to get to that final and then, you know, they'll uh, want to earn that right to win the final by getting there first. Um, they also worked on their defence uh, to get the ball back as quick as possible, uh, which will help them uh, do what they think their strength is, which is um, attacking with the ball. So uh, I think they were asked um, which teams they were most likely to or most looking forward to uh, play against. Um and uh, Faf and uh, Jesse Creel, I think, uh, talked about how they came close to uh, beating Pena last year. So looking forward to this uh, matchup and um, getting one over them um, this year. So that rounds out Div 1, round 1. Um, a lot of exciting games uh, to go through. So cannot wait to see how this first round uh, goes. We also have a couple of Div 2 games. Um, the Kudan Voltics against uh, Dokomo, NTT Dokomo the Red Hurricanes. Um, so these teams have uh, recently come up from Division 3, so they've played each other a few times before. I think uh, Dokomo uh, got the chocolates last time uh, they played in Div 3, but um, both teams have strengthened and um, yeah, we'll be looking to get off to a good start. Uh, Dokomo, they went down to Div 3 on their own accord because I guess they wanted to split um, how they run their teams. They've got NTT Comms, who are now the D-Rocks, who is were a bit more of a professional outfit where uh Dokomo it seems like a more the company based with the um, employees um being a bigger portion of their playing group from what I can see um but yeah they got promoted and uh back in division two so they'll I'm assuming uh be wanting to get back to div one on their own accord um if they can do um also have the NEC Green Rockets against the D Rocks that we just talked about um NEC dropped from div one to div two last year and will be looking to bounce back up they it's looking like won't have uh, their Welsh lock, uh, Jake Ball, who um, has a shoulder injury, so he won't be able to play for, uh, I guess, the first few rounds. Um, but led by Lemeki, their uh, utility, who normally for them plays fullback, but can play pretty much anywhere in the back line. And there's a handful for you know any defence. Um, they'll be looking to bounce straight back up against a team that finished first in all the regular season for Div 2 last year. Um, but... Uh, weren't able to get over Kintetsu Liners, so they end up staying down in Div 2 for another year. Um, they recruited well again, like I've said in previous podcasts, with Hazai Tamano Hikaru and also uh, Samu Karevi from Santori. Both from Santori are coming, joining the ranks, so yeah, I'm sure they're tired of being in Div 2, especially with their roster, their team that you'd expect to get into uh, Div 1, so um, they'll be looking to show uh, what they're all about in that first game of the season. Uh, there we have the Kamaishi Sea Waves, who have been in Div 2. I think this is their third year in a row that they've been in uh, this division. They might actually be the only team that uh, have been in there for the whole time. All the other teams have either either been promoted or relegated up and down. Um, So they know the division well. They know how it works. And with only six teams, it's a very stop-start league with a couple games in a bye or a couple weeks bye. And they pretty much just make it so... uh, the end of that season is the same as Division 1 and Division 3, uh, so you can do the promotion relegations afterwards, so it's quite hard to get 
good momentum going into those seasons. How about they're up against the Shuttles who um, got promoted a couple of years ago from Div 3 to Div 2, um, weren't able to get out of Div 2 into Div 1 um, last year after they finished third. Um, they lost the promotion relegation against uh, the Dinobores and um, are down there for another season, but uh, with Freddie Burns rejoining them after uh, being away most recently at the uh, Highlanders, and uh, they'll be hoping to get back into that top three, which will give them the uh, opportunity to uh, get into Div 1 and uh, the Sea Waves. They've been in the bottom three for the last two years that they were in Div 2, but they've won their promotion relegation games, meaning that, um, yeah, they've always have been safe. I'm sure they'll be hoping to get into that top half of uh, Division 2, which will give them, like I've said, the opportunity to get up. So the important games are for Div 3 to start. Um, And we'll see afterwards um, out of these six teams who can be the top three that are pushed to get back into the top division in Japan. Um, And then finally in Div 3, Div 3 again is a very weird league where because you've had a few teams that have disbanded or left, um, there's only five teams in Div 3 at the moment. Um, but they have to make sure that it finishes at the same time as the other league. So this week is half of round one. So we've only got one game. It's the Battle of the Sea. It's a Battle of the Sea Creatures with the Blue Sharks from Shimizu against the Hino Red Dolphins. Uh, the Red Dolphins were in Div 2 for the last two seasons, but um, dropped down to Div 3 on their own accord last year because of some off-field conduct that they had at a preseason camp in Beppu where they pretty much just uh, busted up a Bar uh, pretended they were another team um, to, I guess, you know, save their skin. They got found out as well. So, um, yeah, and I think they caused a lot of damages. So they went down to Div 3, uh, changed a lot of the personnel and um, uh, trying to start afresh. Um, and then Blue Sharks were up in Div 2 after starting Div 3 um, last year after they got promoted. But then, um, yeah, got relegated after losing to Cuden. I think um, last year from memory, they had a big big loss in the first promotion relegation game against Cuden, which pretty much finalised that uh, they were going down. I think they ended up winning that second game, but it wasn't by a big enough margin to save themselves. So they're back down in Div 3, um, but hoping to get, I'm sure, straight back up to um, the middle division. So uh, yeah, sorry, there was a very rambly uh, preview, but hopefully it's given you uh, enough info to enjoy uh, the 10 games of all three divisions from... Um, League One this week. Like I said at the start, I just can't wait for it to all finally start. Once it starts, it's going to be over in a flash and May's going to come out around um, real quick and we'll be back into pre-season um, all over again. But yeah, this is the best part of the season when we actually can see um, all the hard work that all the teams have done and um, see it pay off on the field. So I'm sure you guys are all excited to come watch. Um, if you've got any questions about games, how you get to places, tickets, um, what to look for, what things are different in Japan to other leagues and stuff, uh, make sure you send all those through at the Instagram and uh, at Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, that's probably the best place to contact. You can also contact through japanrugbyweekly at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening through the preseason. That's been not too much uh, League One content, but um, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully be able to get these previews and reviews out to you uh, weekly and um, make it another great season so thanks so much for the support uh, you guys have definitely been the winners on the day it's been a game of pre-seasons but um yeah full credit to all the players all the staff and all the uh, fans the communities for uh, getting around rugby making it a uh, growing game in japan and um yeah hopefully we can see that grow even more this season with another great season of our uh, league one so uh 
yeah, I'm sure I'll see some of you at the games um, this week. But if you see me, say hi and um, yeah, arigats. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.